0: Welcome to the Wolverine Digest podcast, the best spot for objective and authentic coverage of Michigan athletics.
1: If you want open dialogue, honest opinions, and in-depth coverage of the Maze and Blue, this is the podcast for you. And now, here's your host, Brandon Brown, joined as always by Chris Breyler.
0: I'm going to start by saying go blue. Because it's
1: Friday, you ain't got no job. And you ain't
0: got shit to do. Well, just like last week, that's not true. We got a lot no. to do. A lot. Smokey uh is a little overzealous there. He's thinking everybody's just chilling on a Friday, but we're we're not chilling on a Friday, dude. We're trying no, to. No, man.
1: Look at the sweat. Look at the sweat. The Isn't same thing chilling, bro. In the
0: basement, there's sweat?
1: Well, I was just running around outside. I had I had pool things I had to attend to. I had RV things yeah. I had to attend to. I had to run down to Ann Arbor right quick today to take care of some things with one of our sponsors. So, it's been on
0: the go, man. Well, shout out to Chris for doing big things on the go, running around like crazy. That's been kind of the uh that's been kind of the norm here the last month, month and a half for Mr. Brier. Just grind, um, man. Me we, we gonna the tell them
1: what's go, are we gonna tell them what's going yeah, on you? I, it just,
0: I, okay. you know not I'm not looking for pity. I'm not you know no not one to really put my business out there like that. but when it affects our product and what we're doing tomorrow and our overall plan, I, I do think it's necessary to bring up and discuss and it's a bummer. I mean I, I feel like I look pretty good. I you know I shaved yesterday. I feel like I got some decent sleep last night. I got some diesel going in me. I mean, I feel <laughs> I feel pretty good. Unfortunately, I tested positive for COVID today, dude. Freaking
1: today. Well, well, well. Do I have that? Where is that at? I don't even think you have it. I don't think we have it. We...
0: Do we really <laughs> not have that? We don't have a COVID drop? My well, God. I know we don't have a COVID drop, but... Do I... Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I tested positive for COVID. (laughs) Yeah, not, uh, not awesome. So not going to be at the game tomorrow. Pretty bummed out about it. Chris Fields. It's a good point. At least it's just UConn. Me and Chris talked about exactly that. It's like, Glad this wasn't on a road trip to Iowa or Michigan state, Penn state, whatever, dude, Knock on wood, pray to whatever football gods you have that something like this doesn't pop up for the game at the end of the year. I mean, there's a lot of times where this would would suck. Um, Don't really know exactly where I got it. I don't know. My kids in daycare, a couple of kids in his classroom and the teacher were out last week with covid. He he's been fine. I mean, he hasn't even shown a symptom. (laughs) Shout out to C.J. Frazier on covid covid watch right now. C.J. Frazier, you better go get that test from Walgreens right now. That's not a bad point. CJ was slurping all over the microphone that I was using. We shared headphones. I was (laughs) sweating, dude, sweating profusely in that RV.
1: I'm not even going to tell people what was going on in the RV prior to, like, I mean, it was just a hot one in the RV. What I will say, I've seen a couple people ask, yes. I am still going to be there flying solo with the RV. We're still going to be posted up 517 Berkeley. Uh, Wolverine State Brewing Company has once again uh, hooked us up with some phenomenal beer. Now, the private label beer, the winged helmet beer, is not going to be ready for tomorrow's game, but it will be. If everything stays uh, on track, it will be ready for Uh, the big 10 opener against uh, Maryland. And so looking forward to that, but yeah, the RV is going to be out there. The beer is going to be available. Music's going to be playing. Brandon and I are still going to do our pregame show. It's just going to look a little bit differently. He's going to be doing it remotely, but Hey man, the same still applies. I'm posted up. The RV's posted up. We're tailgating. If you guys are in Ann Arbor, if you're coming to a game and you want to swing by uh, the RV, we've even got some giveaways for you. Nate at Wolverine state brewing company hooked us up. Not just the beer, but we got a few other little giveaways for you and a little bit of a surprise as to who's going to be filling in for Brandon on Saturday. My wife, wifey. Oh, all right. Wifey. Okay, she's wait, what, coming wait, down in the RV. She's going <laughs> to <laughs> she's gonna man the RV while I'm in the game. And so you can come down and meet Mrs. Winged Helmet, who uh, is always a pleasure to be around. But yeah, man, we're, we're still going to be posted up doing our thing. It's just going to look a little bit different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a bummer. I wish I was, and I, I'll, I'll put it this way. I'm doing this out of the courtesy of not trying to give it to anybody. I feel yes. fine. I could be there. Like, I've got a little bit of a stuffy nose. Like, I've, I've had colds worse than this. I would go 100% if it wasn't for, you know, not wanting to pass this on to anybody else. We don't know who's going to show up. There could be some people out there who are a little elderly. I mean, shoot, man. My parents are in their 60s, and I don't feel like giving it to them. Uh, little kids have come by. I mean, I'm just not going to I'm not going to risk that. Yeah, and, man. Just, you know. Not to mention being in the club, and uh, I'm sorry in the press box with a bunch of people and walk. You know, I'm just I'm just not going to do it. So anyway, it's a little bit of a bummer. And I was looking at who was it? Sean's comment here. I am going to take another test in the morning and double check because it was just an at home test. But again, I feel a little bit crummy, a little bit under the weather. That's what prompted me to take the test, and it was positive. It wasn't like I have zero symptoms, and I just got this weird potentially false false positive. I'm pretty sure. It's it's accurate, but I'm going to check it again. I'm going to get up early in the morning. I'm going to check it. If it's negative, I'm going to roll with it and I'm going to show up. But as of right now, I will not be out there tomorrow, which, yeah, it's a bummer, but it is a noon game. It is UConn. They're supposed to win. Ah. I mean, like, you know, we'll still be able to bring you the content that we always do. It's just I'm yep. going to be here. Chris is going to be at the stadium or at the RV, and then we'll, we'll do the same thing we do post game. Same kind of article, same kind of content. Nothing else yeah. will change. I just won't be on site. So it's a bummer, but we'll, we'll get back after it when big 10 play starts and then shoot, man, we'll be hitting the road after that. So feel pretty good about, about where everything, bro.
1: Adversity is nothing to a couple Yeah, guys. We just, we just roll, man. Something happens. We figure out another way.
0: It will. (laughs) Yeah, Sean, I promise it's, it's not, uh, it's not, that's not important (laughs) to you. I'm just saying, (laughs) look, if you give me the 12 game slate and say, you got to miss one of these a little under the weather. I'm not picking the one in Columbus. I'm not picking the one against the Green Weenies. It would be one of these first three. and you know we'll we'll call it good and we'll keep it moving. So anyway, there is there is that. I hope there's a curveball in the morning and the test is negative, but, the test came back like very dark line. If anybody ever has ever done the at-home COVID test, you get sometimes there's a little faint, little fuzzy line. Sometimes it doesn't show up. Dude, this thing came through in like four minutes, like dark, dark, dark. I don't, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I've got I've got the Rona, dude. I'm pretty sure I've got it.
1: Wait, which... are you sure it wasn't a pregnancy test that you took? Are we sure that this was a COVID test? You didn't grab the wrong test. I'm
0: just I mean, making I put... sure, man. Where's the swab supposed to go? I don't yeah. know. Well, no, I'm pretty sure. Wait, for the pregnancy test or the gold? <laughs> pretty sure I got the right. Pretty sure I got the right one. So, anyways, <laughs> there's that. Bummer. Yeah. Here we go. Moving into the pod. Regular everything else. Schedule's the same. Contents the same. Location a little different. All good. Yes. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't know, Chris, can you do it? Can you call me dumb when I'm when I'm diseased and, and laid up and sick? You can, you can still do <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, we can do it. Chris can still call me dumb, even he took. <laughs> I almost just did a Chris Rock line. It's pretty inappropriate. Wow. Do you remember? Yeah, I took my AIDS test, passed it, got a 65. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry. That's just, uh, that's just a strong line. Anyway, you're dumb. You're smart. Chris, let me have it. Cheer. Let's get it. I'm keeping it up there till it freaking happens, man. Number one, JJ McCarthy will account for four plus touchdowns.
1: Four or Well, more. yes, I do think that happens tomorrow. And it's for some of the reasons that we talked about that. You know, look, we know that UConn is not going to be a strong opponent. We know what the first two opponents looked like. That's something that I want to get into a little bit later. That So don't forget that, Brandon, because I'm still pissed off. I'm still oh, angry. I'm still hot. I'm still on fire. But. We know what the first three opponents were. We know that, or we know that UConn's not going to pose much of a threat. But at the end of the day, Big Ten play starts the following week. Maryland's not a strong team, but at some point, the first team guys have to get into a rhythm, have to get into a flow, have to get used to playing at least the bulk of three quarters. And so, I do think. UConn is the day where JJ finally hits that four TD mark, probably gets one rushing, another three through the air. I think it's going to be a productive day, maybe two or three series into the third quarter and then call it a day.
0: That's that's my thought. Um, not necessarily all through the air. Maybe it's a two and two split. He keeps it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I We know. We absolutely know he's got the, what's Jim Harbaugh always say? He's got the license and ability to score four touchdowns. It just depends on the game flow. It depends on what it looks like. You know, another 42 to nothing or something at halftime, maybe not. But I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm anxious to see if, you know, do, do the starters go into the second half a little bit? Get them a taste of what third quarter football feels like because they haven't even really seen it yeah. yet yeah. this year. So I Yo, think. Can we, give,
1: can we give Terry Trevino a shout out for watching us in the back room at work? Just post it up. He's probably got surrounded by boxes or whatever the hell is back there. Terry, make yourself comfortable. It's going to be a long show. Hopefully you're in for the whole hour, man.
0: I love it. Love the commitment. Uh, Babe, the guys are on. The guys are on. Number two, Chris, and we talked about this a little bit ago. I I sent you a a, a tweet. I'm going to bring that up in a second once we get through the question. Dumb. Am I dumb or am I smart? Roman Wilson finds the end zone again. Uh, Smart. I mean, he's
1: money. Assuming he touches the ball. I mean, it's like a 99% chance that he's taking it to the end zone at this point, every time he touches the ball. So yeah, I would say Roman Wilson for sure. He's just too fast. He's too talented. All you got to do is get him the ball in open space and especially against a defense. That isn't that great, man. He's talented enough to, to carve him up. And so I would say, yeah, he gets at least one tomorrow.
0: So let me ask you we I, I sent you the tweet Michigan Football's official Twitter account puts it out there Roman Wilson has touched the ball four times he scored on three of them. Now again blowouts he hasn't played a lot of snaps but to, to me I'm like maybe give him the ball more than four times. Like let's you know and you could say that about Andrell you could say that about Yeah Cornelius Johnson, Eric All, the back, I mean whatever. I I know I know they Michigan's number one in the country scoring points. They beat each team they've played by more than 45 points. I like, I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, find your horses, ride it, ride them off into the sunset, man. Give them the ball over and over and over again. Probably not yeah. going to see it again tomorrow, but like that potential is there. And everybody just wants to see that.
1: Yeah, well, I think I think it's hard when you're also in the first two weeks trying to figure out who your starting quarterback's going to be. That you know, two guys that bring different things to the table. There's not you know, there's not really some consistency out on the field. And so I think if Jim Harbaugh opts to stick with JJ McCarthy moving forward, which I can't imagine that wouldn't be the case, you're going to start to see that that synergy develop among JJ and some of his top targets. And I think you're going to start to see those numbers increase. We talked about it last week going into that game, into the Y game. The one thing I wanted to see was can a Michigan receiver get five receptions which isn't asking a lot and then lo and behold JJ starts the game Ronnie Bell ends up with six and had he not dropped it it would have been a seventh reception so I think you're going to see more of that as time goes on man the numbers I put the wide receiver numbers out today Andrew Anthony way too damn talented to be at the bottom of the pack in terms of production he's got one reception for five yards on
0: the season yeah gotta get better even in big wins, man, that's just that's a little discouraging. You want to it's see just that. Just feed
1: dive, feed man. him. Give him a guy. Yeah. yeah, put the ball in his hands. Give him a jet sweep. Give him something to get into the flow of the game.
0: Chris Fields, to answer your question, what a, you know, different strokes for different folks, my guy. You know, if you want to watch on YouTube, watch on Facebook, watch on Twitter. I mean, a, granted, a, a big portion comes from the Facebook page because it's active and people are in there and talking in yeah. the comments, but YouTube's cool too. YouTube is definitely cool wherever you, wherever you, you can do it, whatever works easier. Yeah, man. Whatever, whatever works best for you. If you, you know, I, I, I guess
1: I was going to say, I guess I didn't realize you couldn't see Facebook comments. If you were commenting from YouTube or vice versa, yeah. I, don't, I don't think Facebook people can see the, the YouTube comments, but they're usually pretty active over there. On, on
0: Yeah, no, that, that makes sense that the two, the two platforms don't, don't communicate. Yeah. I can see them. I could see them all just fine right here. And actually I don't think you can comment from Twitter. So that's, that's right. a little different in itself. Chris, Chris sure. feels
1: the biggest thing is we want to make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube page so, and, and, and the other content that's out there so that you can see it. So as long as you're subscribed, wherever you want to watch the live show, is totally
0: cool. Number three, Chris. Number three. Blake Corum will carry the ball at least 15 times. At mm. least 15.
1: I, I, You know what? I'll say smart and i think a lot of that's going to have to do with donovan edwards being out of the game now i know cj stokes people are pretty high on him yep. they're eager to see what he does what what he does what Ooh, he does you're going to see what he be doing out there on the field on saturday <laughs> like, what he does they they they're, they're, they're eager to see what see what he can do um but given the fact that uh, edwards is out and those two guys were were splitting reps uh, pretty evenly I, I do think you're going to see Coram maybe get uh, a bulk of the carries in the first half. So, yeah, I, you know, 15 carries, that's not a ton. I, I would assume he'll get there.
0: By the way, we don't know for sure that Donovan Edwards is out. We're just assuming, you know, but Jim Harbaugh says he's, <laughs> 14, he's <laughs> ready to go and it's UConn. So, I mean, it, it would I yeah. would be surprised if Donovan Edwards plays tomorrow. So, i will you know, we'll roll with that. But I'm with sure. you. I think that's why Corum carried it 13 times last week, nine. Yeah. Yep. Or maybe that was backwards. Whatever. Fifteen's not like a crazy number, and if Edwards is out, he's your one, your standalone number one. I do think CJ Stokes plays a lot. He's been really yeah. good, but I think Blake's gonna take it up a notch tomorrow. That's that's my, my little I'd favorite. like to see Blake
1: get up over a hundred yards rushing, have a couple big uh you know, have a couple big uh chunk plays. I just I'd like to see that happen before we get into big
0: time play. Number four. Number four Multiple DBs at this point, and now cornerbacks coach Steve scale have publicly talked about taking the ball away, creating turnovers. He said, I like PBUs. I love interceptions. I want to get those. I want them to catch them. Will Johnson dropped one. Makari Page dropped one. Um, they want to catch those. They want to turn them into you know, uh, an opportunity the other way immediately. Um, Michigan will force two or more turnovers tomorrow. By the way... UConn has turned the ball over eight times in three games. So can they yeah, at
1: least two? I think so. I think a fumble and an interception, and I think we might get something out of Will Johnson on Saturday. Okay. I know he's he's had a couple of tough goes. I know that he got burned week one. Uh, I can't really remember what week two looked for him. I, I know he got challenged a couple of times, but I think Will Johnson's going to come up big. I think he's going to get his first INT of the year, actually. Late in the game, but Will Johnson comes up big.
0: It would be cool to see Macari Page had one last week. Really, yeah. kind of got knocked out of his hands by his own teammate. Two guys in the right place at the right time, but couldn't quite yeah. haul it in. There's going to be an opportunity, I think. Whenever Michigan's in these games where the other team is going to be down by a lot and throwing at the end of the game, you'd, you'd think that somebody might be able to grab one. But we will, uh, we will see. Uh, Luke, the answer is it's. I'm, I'm actually I'm in my basement. I've got like studio lights down here that were given to me by SI. I'm, you know, the backdrop, I've just kind of created this little nook over here, but there's no like, there's no walls or anything. It's just this little section over in the corner of the basement. I don't know if it's a, technically an office or a den. I don't think I can claim either one of those terms. Not yet. The plan is to redo this area down here and have a full working office. But anyway, there you go. I just thought I would answer that because I wonder that sometimes too. Like, if you guys, if you saw the other direction of the camera, be <laughs> <really> bad news <laughs> bears.
1: I mean, I got. Dude, I'm. I'm looking around. I got toys and shit everywhere. Like this is. Yeah, it's a disaster down
0: here. I mean, oh. you, you can. You mean this Michael Jackson album right oh, here, the the God. the Thriller album that's older than me. That's legit. Oh, you mean this Chuck Norris folder right here, <laughs> autographed. Thank you. Is it? I don't remember if it is. My wife met him, but. <laughs> I don't remember if he signed it. All right, what the hell's happening? We're signed it with a spit. the fist. rails in the middle of you're dumb, you're smart. Number five, Chris. Did I, wait, I thought I had. Okay, I changed that. All right, Michigan will keep UConn under 300 yards of total offense. UConn is averaging 337. Michigan is only giving up about 235. Michigan will keep UConn under 300 yards of total offense for the entire day.
1: Yeah, I think they will because I think the defense is going to play a little bit more. I think the first team is going to play a little bit more. Look, it's it, you're you're into week three now. It's time to start turning things up a little bit. Now you don't you don't got to go. Pedal to the metal, but I expect the defense, you know, they gave up some points to Hawaii. They gave up some points to Colorado state. They've been really close to a shutout. And I think they probably preach that all week in practice that, look, we got to get better before we get into big 10 play. So yeah, I would say Michigan
0: confidently under 300 yards uh, for UConn. So it's funny that you bring up. So I wrote these down to get ready for our podcast. And then I usually take them and that becomes my psychic predictions for the game article. I added the shutout. I you know, dude, I know they've been killing the other teams they've played. I know it's been big wins. I know it's been starters out at halftime. But we've talked about this before. If you've ever played football, I coached middle school football. It doesn't matter the level. If you go through most of the game with that goose egg sitting up there and then at the end on some BS long pass against the back, like and the other team scores, everyone is livid. That defensive yeah. coordinator, every defensive player, they all want that zero to be sitting up there at the end of the game I think they're going to try really, really hard to make sure that happens tomorrow. So, in my in my prediction, I was also getting dogged a little bit for not going out on a limb enough. So, I went out on a limb and said, "Michigan yeah, UConn under 300 yards and pitch the shutout." That's in the article over there on WolverineDigest.com. If you want to go check it out, is that what if I threw that caveat in there? Under 300 yards and also the goose up on the scoreboard.
1: I, they've been so close and they've, they've really given it up on a couple of, you know, just bullshit plays that I think otherwise they would, they would have stopped. And so I think they're going to be locked in. I think there's more of a focus. Like I said, it's week three, it's time to turn it on a little bit. I think you're going to see more out of this defense. And so, yeah, that's where I'm at, man. I think under 300 yards. What was the other question? Keep the shutout. shutout. The shutout. Yeah, man. I mean, if, Hey, if it's coming, it's coming on Saturday. I don't know. Yeah. If there's going to be many op- other opportunities. Maybe out in Piscataway. We'll see.
0: So that's what I uh, – d- was that five smarts again? Again? You're being really nice to me, man. Really nice. I mean, you,
1: you're making good points. You're not giving me much of a choice here.
0: Trust me. I, I will call you dumb. Yeah. So recap real quick. J.J. McCarthy, four or more touchdowns. Roman Wilson gets in the end zone again. 15 yep. or more carries for Blake Corum. Two or more turnovers for Michigan, and help holding UConn under 300 yards. And then I said, and also pitching the shutout, also pitching the shutout. So there you go, Travis. You must have joined us a little late, my man. Chris is going to be on site. Five seventeen Berkeley. I unfortunately tested positive for COVID today. Blows, but I'm not going unless unless there's a 180 in the morning and I test negative. I will not be on site tomorrow. I will be holding it down at home and doing the podcast and the pregame and the postgame from right here. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Anyway, so there you go. Um before we get into our next segment, Chris, let's uh hear a word from our guy Rich. Let's hear it over at mediascapes hey this is rich from mediascapes located in burton let me fill you in a little bit about our business we are a full service sign and graphic company from banners yard signs to vehicle wraps when it comes to marketing your business we also provide video and photography services as well as apparel and promotional items if it's something that will make your business organization stand out we do it and i guarantee we do it well we are mediascapes on door highway south of bristol road just before rock bottom check out our work at mediascapes.com that's mediascapes with a k.com as he said mediascapes with a k there's the logo there's the company name there's the phone number there's the the tagline and the location there in burton michigan check them out man go check out rich for anything you might i mean literally anything you might need anything you might need rich Rich's got you. Oh All right, gee. are you ready for the next? Well, Chris, actually, is your soapbox handy? Is it nearby? Can you can you oh, grab it real quick? Hold on a second, I can grab this thing.
1: Yeah, let me. Yeah,
0: All right. All
1: Chris right. is it's about in.
0: to get up on a soapbox. I I got the wrath a little earlier on the phone earlier today. Um, yeah, I don't know. I you know I think Chris is. How do I want to put this in? Be <laughs> Chris is that Chris is he feels a little attacked. Is that fair?
1: I don't know if it's attacked. I, I just I
0: feel, feel really irritated.
1: All right, fair. Really enough. irritated. So yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll get right into it. And and look, I, we say this all the time. We love the people that follow us. We love the fans. We love the people that support the social media sites. I think it's great. But over the first two weeks, I have noticed a trend that. I just, I, I'm losing my patience for, right? And so we use this analogy before, and I'll, I'll use this analogy before I get into my, my little speech here. But Brandon, have you ever been driving in your car? You put in a CD that you like, and you listen to it, and you listen to it, and you listen to it. And then all of a sudden you're like, man, I'm, I'm sick and tired of hearing these same songs. I'm pissed off about it. I'm sick of it but you keep playing the CD over and over and over. Like, have you ever found yourself in that situation? Or when you get tired of the CD, do you just take it out and change it to something else?
0: Yeah, no, I've never done that because I'm not a dumbass.
1: Well, so the analogy is if you are one of those people out there who routinely, whether we post a statistic, an article, something interesting where your response is, We don't care. Michigan hasn't played anybody. Let me know when they play somebody. You know what I want you to do? I want you to get up out of your chair, go into your backyard, dig a hole, and bury your head in that hole until November or until Michigan plays a team that you deem worthy of discussing the stats because it's our job to talk about those things. When we put out statistics, whether it be from the running back group, the quarterback group, the tight ends, defensively, whatever it is, it's numbers. You interpret that however you want, but there isn't a single person that's a part of this fan base, including Brandon and I, that are aware or unaware of what the schedule has been. No. We know what Colorado State is. We know what Hawaii is, and we know what UConn is going to be. And guess what? I don't give a shit. And Nick Saban talked about it when a reporter brought it up. You know, is it hard to gauge your offense when you're playing subpar subpar uh, opponents? And you know what Nick Saban said? He said the mark of a champion, basically is a team that handles their business regardless of who the opponent is. And you know what Michigan has done? They have handled their business regardless of who the opponent is. And so I get it. Michigan State fans are going to talk shit, and Ohio State fans are going to talk shit, and Notre Dame fans are going to talk shit, and that's fine. But I cannot accept that from people within the own our own fan base here who want to complain about the games on Michigan's
0: schedule. And so oh, I say hold, hold that. On. Go but ahead. it's all, it's not just that. It's that they complain about it, and then they bring it to your, Here's correct. That's so like so, yeah. it's one thing if you kind of want to do the dick move and and whine about it because like you're just being sure, complain. you're just being a dick. I mean, like we get it. like they aren't playing great teams. I get it. but it's it's taking the next step to then coming to a Michigan social media play, page, a fan not just site. a Michigan
1: it's like it's like I saw it on the Facebook page, and I look at it. Yeah. I'm like, you cannot come to my platform, the winged helmet and bitch about the content we put out without me throwing your ass out. And so it's a public service announcement because listen, I want you guys to be a part of it. I want you to experience all the great content that, I mean, we're only in week two and I feel like we've been able to bring some, some good stuff, but we haven't even scratched the surface. So all I'm saying is if you're one of those people out there who isn't interested in anything that happens until late October or November, or you're tired of the content, or you think the JJ stuff is too repetitive or whatever the case is, do me a favor, step away from the phone, step away from the computer, take a break. Because Brandon and I, we've got a job to do. We work hard to put out the content we put out. And that's just the way it's going to be. But you can't come onto our platform and complain about it and then expect to be able to stick around and enjoy the content we put out. And unfortunately, a couple people had to learn that earlier the hard way. And I I hate to do that. I hate to do it. But I just want people to know, man, Like, if you're not going to allow yourself to enjoy the first part of the season, don't rain on my parade. Don't, (laughs) Don't ruin it for everybody else. We're out here having fun, man. We get college football for four months if we're lucky.
0: What did you say earlier? It was something about joy. It was, they were joy. Something They're
1: thieves of joy. Thieves Thieves of of joy. joy. I don't give a shit until they play Michigan State. Well, then why are you here? Go away. Go do something else. But for the love of God, on every single post, whether it's a statistic, whether it's an article, whether it's a photo... We're all aware of who they played. We get it. And if the only contribution you have to the platform is reminding everybody repeatedly that they haven't played anybody, I'm just going to toss your ass out cuz it's not worth the time. You're wasting my time, you're wasting the fans time, you're wasting comment space. I'm over it. Over it. We're 2 weeks into the season. I'm
0: losing my shit. It's it's pretty simple, man. You don't like what's on, change the channel. That's it. It's, it's a choice. I used to get this a lot on Twitter, a lot. Guys would just come at me to talk shit and act crazy. And then I would look at their page and be like, You follow me, you dumbass. Stop following me then. Like, what is the, what, I don't, I don't understand that energy. Why why are you guys, why are you
1: guys doing uh, so many articles about JJ McCarthy? Well, let me, should I explain to you a little thing called analytics? (laughs) <laughs> and, and our job is to make sure that we're getting like the most traction out of our posts. So that's the other thing that pisses me off. People are like, well, we don't what? like the content. We, you know, we don't want the cut, co- whatever. Listen, all the content you get is based on analytics. We know what you guys read. We know what you pay attention to. And we know what you don't give a shit about. There's a reason we don't do baseball articles. There's a reason we don't cover hockey. We've tried those things, and DJ nobody the head to
0: People that complain about that stuff. Chris was like, "Did you no. read the article about Steve? How about the one about Mike Sainer? Still, how about the one about the preview and the opponents? How about any of our? Lo- I mean, no. They just come there to act that way. And I said this to you on the phone, Chris. This is like, it 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 doesn't matter the arena. There's a few people that suck at parties. There's a few people that suck at your job. There's a few people that suck at your church. There's a few people who suck at the mall. There's a few people who suck in your section where you sit. There's the people that suck at your tailgate. Some people just blow, dude. It's that's all it is. That's all it is. It sucks. It, it's, it's, it's thieves of joy, dude. But that you know what,
1: Angelo? Angelo, that's that's not what it is because I'm not even addressing Michigan, Michigan State, State fans in Ohio yeah. I'm talking about fans within the Michigan fan base who just choose to remain miserable in spite of the fact that Michigan is handling its business against clearly inferior opponents. We all get it. We're all relatively smart people. We know what's happening. But if, you, like I said, if your only contribution is to bring everybody else in the room down, then save it and go do something else because we don't have time for it on our platform. That's it.
0: Don't End of rant. We work too
1: hard for that bullshit, Brandon.
0: I love it. Chris told me about it on the phone. He was fired up. He was fired up. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Somebody said something about Android earlier. I couldn't I couldn't resist. No, but it's true. It's true. I mean, I I dealt with it for I never blocked anybody on Twitter. And then I, I just had to I just had to do it because it just got to the point where it was It was stealing my joy. I mean, dude, you get like the 18th guy of the day to come in and say, well, let's
1: pump the brakes. They haven't played anybody. And it's like, can you at least read the rest of the damn comments to see that there's like 20 other people like you? For God's sakes. All right. We are
0: on to... (laughs) Big Ten. Big Ten. (laughs) Big Ten. So the Big Ten slate this weekend is not amazing, but there's a couple decent matchups, Chris, and I wanted to get your take. I actually have two... On the on the, on the Ooh, positive side, okay, I and like two it. Two on the positive side. First up tomorrow, three thirty. Number twenty-two, Penn State, going down to Auburn to Ooh, take on. I like it, the Tigers. I like it. Penn State is favored by two and a half in that game, which actually I'm surprised.
1: Surprised, yeah. I am I think surprised if by that. I'm
0: money on it. I'm probably putting it on Auburn. I, you know, if it's a really close game or Auburn wins outright would not surprise me at all. What's your thoughts on number 22, Penn State getting two and a half? I'm sorry, giving two and a half down at Auburn.
1: I don't trust Penn State and James Franklin on the road. I think that that's a that's a shaky team and I, I don't believe in them. And it's a tough place to go. I mean, War Eagle, you know, that's not a That's not an easy environment to play in. So give me Auburn.
0: Penn State Favored, just give me Auburn outright. I know it feels like Auburn's going to win that game, dude. That's a yeah, tough. Yeah. That's a tough game on the road, man. I mean, I think Michigan's markedly better than Penn State and better than Auburn. If Michigan was going to Auburn tomorrow, I'd be, I'd be on alert. I mean, like yes. that, that's that's SEC country. That's deep down there, dude. That's not an easy place to go in and try to get a win.
1: That's down there that's in Brian like-
0: Brian Kelly territory. <laughs> <laughs> If Penn State goes in there and wins, it will change my opinion of them Absolutely. in a pretty big way. Absolutely. So, There's no question. I'll put it, it. I'll put it like that. And That, of course, I've already seen the comments. There's a lot of Washington Husky fans whirling around. The Go Panthers. Huskies. Can, uh, can Giles Jackson get revenge on the Spartans? That would be hilarious, man. Number 11, Michigan State, is going to Washington, way out west, dude. Tough place. Uh, Pacific place. Northwest, 730. The Huskies are favored by three and a half. The Huskies mm-hmm. are the favorite over a damn near. They got time. Penix
1: at quarterback. I don't know if a lot of people. I mean, if you're nah, what, kind of right? if, if you're from you know a Big Ten guy, if you paid attention to Indiana, Penix was solid quarterback down there. And now he's doing it out at Washington. He's going to give Michigan State some problems. There's no question.
0: So where do you? I mean, you got you got the Huskies covering, winning. You know, I mean, Michigan State going to make it real close or? Give me the Huskies all day. And then you know what? I don't
1: want to hear shit from Mel Tucker or that fan base for the rest of the year until they do something of note. The deep water, the woodshed, all that chop chop life. I'm tired of hearing about it. And I
0: think this is going to humble them. I. uh, It's a new year. It's a new day. I just can't forget about how much, how badly Michigan manhandled Washington last year. I know they were down some players and, excuse me, and it was close. Oh, I'm sorry. And it was at home for yep. Michigan. Dude, Big Ten teams don't do good going out west. They don't. Like, not hardly any of them. Most of them do poorly when they go out there, Michigan included. I think give me the Huskies, too. I think they're going to win tomorrow night, dude. And I think yes, Michigan big fans are going to be very, very upset and salty and sad for the rest of the weekend.
1: I'm really going to enjoy that, Brandon, if that happens.
0: Well, I'd be lying if I said I wouldn't, too. <laughs> Chris must have been dealing with some audio issues because he just bailed. Usually he at least gives gives us a heads up unless he just had enough of us tonight. I don't know. All right, there he is. He's back. Had some audio issues, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Chris, if you can stay awake for the little bit of a talk about this one, we got Southern Illinois heading to Northwestern at noon. Evanston. Ryan Field. Southern Illinois, noon.
1: I'm going to be honest. If I was in Evanston tomorrow, and somebody came up to me and said, hey, I've got two tickets to the best seat in the house. Everything covered. No parking. No, I mean, beer, food covered. I would not go. I Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can't think of a more, you know, unless Wisconsin is playing somebody out there. Does Wisconsin play tomorrow?
0: Wisconsin play. That's usually
1: my go-to for sleeper
0: games. New Mexico State at Wisconsin. Totally. Sleepy. At least, they, I at least they had to jump around, though. At least they had to jump around. I believe that's the fighting Andre Seldon's. Is he not at New Mexico State now? I believe he. Is it did, it was uh, I, one of sure. those two. It's one of those two. But yeah, um, I was. I'm slightly intrigued by Oklahoma going to Nebraska without Scott Frost. Like, all right, dude. If Nebraska can get a W without Scott Frost, that is just going to be poetry. phenomenal. You got to pull for
1: Nebraska you. a little bit now that they're frostless. You got to—I mean, Jesus, can you imagine what that was like
0: dealing with that guy? What an awful experience! Yeah. So there you go. I mean, not a lot. You know, no no ranked matchups in the Big Ten tomorrow. Ohio State's hosting Toledo. That'll be ugly. Um, well, Rutgers at Temple is god awful. I mean, there's some bad ones. I think Southern Illinois at Northwestern is indeed the lamest game on the slate so there you go there's a little look around the big 10 nothing too exciting michigan's even in that camp not going to be very exciting their favorite yeah but
1: at least you get to watch a really good football and and you get to be in the big house i mean you know yeah it's always special in the big house no matter who you're playing
0: well speak for yourself there bucko (laughs) 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 since i got it Assuming I gotta, you don't have the virus, I got to ride the sofa tomorrow. Which you know, it could be worse. Sorry, I mean, man. It could, yeah, it could well, be worse. It, it could definitely be worse. All right, it's time for over unders, dude. Oh boy, let's get into it. It's one of my favorite se- It's one of my favorite segments, dude. How do we want to go here? You want to kick us off? Yeah, let me start it because I've already we've already talked about this one, um, but it's really just about. Well, we both already said what we said, so it, this should be. I, I'll have to make sure from now on to not have my predictions be as close as these over-unders. But my over-under to start us off. Nice easy layup, little meatball here since we've already talked about it. JJ McCarthy over under three and a half touchdowns total.
1: Over. Yep. yep. I'm going to go over the over. I think he's got three through the air. I think he's got one on the ground. Um, I think he's going to play more snaps than he's played so far. And uh, I think he's going to be, it's going to be another efficient, effective day for one Mr. McCarthy. So I'll have, I'll hammer the over.
0: Yeah, I think it needs to be the over. I think if he can, you know, so the first game, what was it? 11 snaps, four for four, quick 30, 50 yards rushing, got in the end zone. Everyone's like, damn, imagine next week when he starts. Yeah. And then he started and he was lights out. And it was only 27 snaps. Still accounted for three touchdowns. I think if he's in there and he plays 30, 40, 45 snaps, which I don't know if he will. It's UConn again. They're going to win by a lot, but we've... We've we've all been wondering, like, is this the week where the starters run it a little longer? If he's in there, he's going to put up, he's going to score. I mean, that's pretty pretty much what it comes down to. I will say over as well.
1: All right, let's stick with the quarterbacks. Um, I'm going to ask about Cade McNamara. I know everybody's curious to see what does the QB2 situation look like on Saturday uh, not just Saturday, but what does it look like moving forward, especially with what we know now about the transfer portal—that it is, you know, Cade McNamara oh. is going to stick around for the remainder of the season. So, on Saturday, I've got Cade McNamara set at three and a half series for Cade McNamara. Three well, and a half series.
0: I'm going to jump right in then and do my second question because okay. my second question was Cade McNamara at ten and a half snaps. Okay, which I think. Is probably less. I mean, you pick up a first down, you're going north of four or five snaps on that series. Assuming so, you pick up I, a first down. Yeah, well, that's I guess that's part of the equation. So my number is probably a little less than yours. Yeah, I am give her to I mean, dude, if he's in there for three, three and outs, he's under ten and a half, so there you go. Um Oh, I think that's, I mean, that's why I picked the number I picked. I think it's right there. I will say, I you know what? I think it is like three series and I think it's over 10 and a half plays by like a little bit. I think he picks up a first down or two on one or two of those series gets him in that 12, 13 snap ballpark. So I, I, did you say three and a half, three and a half, ballpark? three and a half. Yep. So I guess technically I'll go under your number over my number. Under three-and-a-half series, three series, over ten-and-a-half total snips.
1: So here's what gives me pause on the three-and-a-half series is, based on the way things went last weekend with the smattering of booze and Cade was obviously struggling and you could tell mentally he wasn't there, I'm wondering if now that things are a little more settled, if he's going to get more of an opportunity in the second half after J.J.'s done to just go out and maybe build some of that confidence back. Because like a lot of people have said, there's probably going to come a time throughout the year where they're going to have to go back to Cade McNamara, whether it's for a couple series when JJ's injured or whatever the case is. But you want that guy to be right mentally. And if Michigan can get up big and, and Cade McNamara can get into a rhythm, I think you got to give him as many series as you can give him so long as the offense is, is moving forward. And so I'm going to say over because I think Cade does come out and perform better than what we've seen the first two weeks I think he's a better quarterback than that and I think a lot of the the shit that's been going on with the controversy now that that's over I think maybe he can just put his head down go play some football
0: yeah it's gonna be interesting to see I mean we're all kind of I mean this isn't nearly as exciting as who was gonna win the job and if it was JJ how he would look but if Cade is truly the backup which he is I mean like I know a yeah. lot of people really like Davis Warren and they're like, oh, Alex Orgy could be this guy and Bowman looked okay in week one. Cade McNamara's the backup. I mean, he damn near was the starter and he was the starter last year and did great.
1: Yes, he's the backup, backup. but he has to play better. Well, I mean, the, he, he has yeah, to. If you, if you look at the stats, granted, Bowman hasn't thrown as many balls. Warren hasn't thrown as many balls. But statistically speaking, Cade McNamara has just not played good football. And so, yeah, he is QB two. Assuming he can play better than what he's done the first two weeks, he's just got to play better football. I think he does on Saturday.
0: Yeah, so I think if he's the true number two, then you're going to see him as much as you would see any backup quarterback yeah. in the country in that scenario when you're up 40 or it's late in the third and the game is at hand or whatever the case may be. So I'm curious to see how that looks. So we'll see. We'll see. I guess, let me see. I guess it's kind of technically back to you since I jumped in through my section sure. there too.
1: All right. So we haven't seen it yet. I'm just going to come right out with it. Blake Corum. Does he finally get to a hundred yards on Saturday? Do we have a hundred yard rusher? I've got Blake Corum set at 99 and a half yards rushing on Saturday. Does he Blake? Does he Blake? Does he break the century mark
0: on Saturday? Give me the over. I think Blake Corum is going to carry it more than 15 times. I think they're going to try to, establish the run game a little bit more it again man every question feels like it just comes back to is this a little bit more of a dress rehearsal for big 10 play or is this you know they're done at halftime I think they should I'll I'll go off what I think and what I would do and what I would like to see I think the starter should get a little more run and I think he's going to carry it 15 18 times than I think he does hit 100 yards
1: Yeah, same. It goes back to what we talked about before. I think this is the game where you start to turn it up a little bit. You start to figure out, okay, we know the opponent isn't great, but we got to find out some things about ourselves. Can Blake Corum go and get a hundred yards against, you know, Colorado state, Hawaii, Yukon. I mean, it hasn't happened yet. So some things need to be figured out the offensive line. I know that they've played relatively well, but you haven't seen some of those big plays offensively. So yeah, I'm going to take the over. I think Blake Corum, Finally, has I don't know, buck twenty-five. I think he gets out on a big run, couple touchdowns. I think it's going to be a solid day for Mister Quorum.
0: Couple, couple things to address. There it is, right there, Matt
1: Kirby. There it is, right there. Oh wait, wait
0: maybe he was doing that on purpose. Yeah, he is. He's got the he's got the laughing emojis. <laughs> Mike, um, Mike Fort from the YouTube page. We don't know for sure if Donovan Edwards is out. I'm going to assume probably that he out, is. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh gave us the candid, or I mean, the classic. He's working through something. Wouldn't get any more specific than that. It's UConn. You don't need him. Let him get back to 100%. I think Donovan Edwards is going to be out. And as for Corum, he's been fine. He just hasn't had the volume. He's had nine carries and 13 carries. If he carries it 15, 18, 20 times, he's going over 100. And that's what I think it's going to look like. So there you go. All right. Week one, Chris, sack party. Seven of them. Week two, one. Uno sack. Yes, Hawaii was getting rid of it quickly. It just didn't happen because of the game plan. Michigan over under four and a half sacks. I'm going to put it right in the middle. They've got eight go sacks over. in two weeks. Yeah. Four and a half.
1: I'm going to go under. I mean, when okay. you said that number, I was thinking three and a half, and I was questioning whether or not I'd go over and under. At four and a half, I'll go under. Uh, I don't know. I could see him getting three or four sacks on the day. But, again, like I thought it was going to be a little more – chaos against Hawaii and I know they get the ball out quickly and run a different type of offense, but, um, I mean, a a four sack day is a solid day, solid afternoon for that defense. So give me four. I'll take the under, but I still think they get the four.
0: I think I'm leaning under two. I think I'm leaning under two. I think they're going to look at, I mean, it's not like Hawaii had success, but at least their quarterback wasn't getting drilled. Yeah, by getting rid of it quickly, you know, you're going to scout, you're going to watch tape, you're going to see what you might be able to do. I yeah, I think they I think they try to recreate what Hawaii was able to do at least in terms of drop protection, you know, one two get it out. They don't want, you know, these these kind of teams, they need every hand on deck. They cannot afford to have their quarterback go out whoever it is because they just don't have enough talent at, at places like this. So you lose QB1, you're in a world of hurt at some of these places. So and I think their top quarterback is already out, if I'm not mistaken, the transfer from Penn State. So I'll go under, too. I think you're right. I think it's probably a three or four mark. Wouldn't surprise me if they had five, six, or seven of them. though. I mean, we saw what that looks like, yeah. but I'll go under as well.
1: All right, it's going to come back to a guy that we have talked about uh, quite a bit, not just on this show, but, you know, other shows leading up to the season. I obviously think very highly of him. Andrell Anthony has not been a part, really, of this offense. I know he's blocking. He's out there doing the dirty work, and I give him all the credit in the world for that. But one reception for five yards through two games isn't going to cut it. And so I've got his over-under for receptions on Saturday set at two and a half. Andrew Anthony, receptions on Saturday, two and a half receptions for number one, Uno.
0: Can he get three catches? I'm going to go under, dude. I mean. That hurts. That hurts. I don't want it to be under, but I'm just looking at how it looked the first two games. I mean, he's playing less snaps than Ronnie Bell, Cornelius Johnson, and Roman Wilson by quite a bit. Yeah, quite a bit he's just not on the field as much and when you're not on the field as much and you're not throwing the ball as much and through two games he's got a catch for five yards i got i gotta take the under It hurts my heart but i got i gotta do it
1: yeah i mean look i know i know that there's a lot of wide receivers out there there's a lot of tight ends they've been spreading the ball around and you can see that in the numbers but at the end of the day if Andrell Anthony is, is one of the top four wide receivers at the University of Michigan, at some point here over the first four weeks, he's got to have more than one catch in a game. You've got to get that guy up and running. It's We talk about it all the time. Quarterbacks need a rhythm. Running backs need a rhythm. Offensive linemen need a rhythm. Wide receivers need to get into a rhythm. And so my hope is that... Now that the quarterback situation is settled, I know that JJ and, and Andrell have a bit of a synergy there. They've worked out a lot together. My hope is that you'll see some more targets for him, man. And three receptions is not a lot. That doesn't mean he's a focal point of the offense. It just means that they're not forgetting that Andrell Anthony is out there and can catch the ball. So that's my hope.
0: I, I mean, I'd love to see him more involved. I mean, like, is it Terry, I think? Yeah, Terry Trevino said they're they're gonna they're waiting to use him against Michigan State again. That's the only game allowed to have just that one. Um, yeah, we'll see what that looks like. But I, like, a, I'm just going off what it's looked like. He's not playing a lot, and they're not throwing yeah. it a lot. That's hard. That's hard to rack up numbers when you've got when you're working against those two things. So I'm I'll, just
1: looking for three. I'm I'll reluctantly say for- <laughs>
0: under. I'll reluctantly say under. All right. Here's something that I don't think has been talked about very much. I mean, it's been it's been discussed. I've seen the graphics. And obviously, when you're watching the game, you notice it. And this is for that crowd that wants to talk about who Michigan's playing against. They can pound sand because this is a testament to how good this team is and how well they're being prepared and what they're getting ready for. Michigan is third in the country with penalties. Third. Ooh. They have had four in two games. That's it. Four That's total. Impressive. In two games with a lot of backups, a lot of walk-ons, and a lot yeah. of young guys playing. This team is ready, they're focused, doesn't matter who they're playing, they're playing to their potential. So I'll I'll set the number. They've been playing clean football. It's another you know, another lackluster inferior opponent. Two and a half penalties on this very disciplined, well coached Michigan team.
1: I'm still gonna take the over. Okay. I'll I'll take the over, yeah, but not. I mean, you know, a few penalties on the afternoon. It's still a solid afternoon. Yeah. But I mean, they have been playing clean football and that is a sign of a well-coached team. They're playing inferior opponents. They're not making a lot of mistakes, nothing self-inflicted. So yeah, give me, give me the over, but, but not by much, man. I've been really impressed by that, man. They are just playing clean football and I know they're not playing anybody of value, but that's hard to do. Like, like Jim Harbaugh said, it's hard to go out and throw 11 of 12 when you're playing, you know, Air. when you're right, or when you're out in the practice, just throwing around yeah. with your homeboys like that's tough to do. So we got to, at some point. We
0: got to start to give these guys some credit for
1: what they're accomplishing.
0: I will take the under simply because that number is ridiculous. I mean, that's yeah. dude, 320 pound linemen hold their water during, you know, How many times a game does JJ come up and do the fake slap and then they look over to... I mean, like, and those linemen are just sitting up there the whole time. No false starts, not very many holdings, no grabbing in the the secondary. I mean, that's just a really, really impressive... No
1: substitution bullshit like we saw
0: last year? All those dudes playing, 80 guys playing, you know, 40 on each side of the ball, and you've had no substitution penalties it's really impressive dude that's a that's a phenomenal number so i will take the over simply because that's just hard to do it's hard yeah. to be that clean and that good through a whole game they've done it so far four penalties in two games so i will i will take the over but i'm with you it's not you're not going to see an explosion i don't think too many experienced good football players on this team yeah. but two and a half penalties man i mean dude you got it. that's hard to do
1: well, we we've talked about, uh, this group a lot. And in one guy in particular, I know that we're pretty high on. He doesn't have too many touchdowns. I think you predicted that maybe earlier in the year he was going to get one. This isn't really specific related to one player, but I'm just going to ask, does a tight end get a touchdown on Saturday? I've got the over under set at a half for a tight end scoring a touchdown on Saturday. Do we see a tight end get six?
0: Yes, I'm going to take the over. For extra credit, who is it? All right, here's what you got. I'm going to go down my list of reasons first, and then I'm going (laughs) to tell you who it's going to be. You got Eric All. We know what he's capable of. Basically a jumbo wide receiver out there. You got Schoonmaker. Same type of deal. Was a dual-threat quarterback athlete guy in high school. He's 260 now. Both of those dudes can run, catch, make plays, be athletes. Then you've got Colston Loveland, who has been making plays at the ends of games with backup quarterbacks and they seem to all want to throw to him. Didn't say it had to come to the first quarter, right? It yeah, can come yeah, at any yeah. time. And then Dark Horse. You ready for this Dark Horse? Wait,
1: is it is it a one Mr. J.H.?
0: J.H.
1: Well, maybe not. Who's your Dark Horse?
0: My Dark Horse is Matthew Hibner, who okay. lined up at fullback on the one-yard line. I could see a handoff to number 88. I don't know if that's going to happen, but if it happened, I'd be like, ah. I, I thought they might try to pull that out at some point. So, to, to go back to the extra credit question, I will go with Luke Schoonmaker as the touchdown maker from the tight end position tomorrow. Who's J- Who are you referring to now, J.H.?
1: I'm going with Joel Honingford. Oh, whoa. So, listen, I heard... Uh, I don't, I can't remember which one of the coaches it was that said it this week, but I believe that there was, there was a statement made saying, we've got to get Joel Hongingford in the end zone. We've got to get that guy a touchdown. And I don't think he's had one yet in his career at that position. And if it ain't going to come against UConn, I'm not exactly sure when it's going to happen. And so give me Joel Hongingford for the tight end touchdown, the lone tight end touchdown on Saturday.
0: Chris is out here like a real Las Vegas handicapper right now. Where I mean that, that yeah. kind of scoop right there, that's how you move lines, brother. They, I want that, they
1: want that man to score the football.
0: Well, that is interesting because he he looks he looks capable. And the, I mean, dude, that would just be an awesome, you know, great story, great, great opportunity for him. Grand um, It was
1: Grant Newsome that said it, right? I believe it was okay. Grant Newsome that said it. He said, right, Yeah, we got to get go. that guy a touchdown. uh um, Sharone. Okay, Sharone said it.
0: Wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if any of those guys get one. I'll go Scooney. I believe he I like had a two-touchdown game last year, if I'm not mistaken. I think he did at home.
1: And a couple of incredible snags, too. One-handed.
0: And JJ? No, I think it was Kate. Anyway, I'll go Scooney as my extra credit pick for who will get a touchdown. Is this it? Yeah. Am I wrapping it up last You're one? You're wrapping it you? up. You're wrapping it up. As I said earlier... Michigan is number one in the country in scoring offense, 53 and a half points per game. There's the number over under 53 and a half points against this UConn team. Let
1: me, let me check my, <laughs> let me check my score prediction that I sent you to see where I had him at. Uh, yeah, sure. I, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take a the over. Bit of a-
0: a tickle. Getting a tickle here as I'm talking. I don't know if it's that. I'm going to take
1: the over. I got Michigan at 56 points on Saturday, so give me the over. What is it, 53 and a half?
0: 53 and a half is their mark. Yeah, give
1: me 56.
0: I'm also going to take the over. Uh My prediction, which we will get to momentarily, is north of 53 and a half, so there you go. I don't have to dig too deep. Michigan's going to be able to score at will. How long are the starters in there? How much do they put the pedal down? That's what it comes down to. So, yeah i'll uh they've been over that they've been over that mark well obviously once they were and once they weren't but no 56 to 10 and what was the uh the other score? the other final score i can't even remember now
1: i don't have it in front of me 63-3 i mean we got we got predictions coming in
0: i don't dude what, what that's terrible that i can't even remember that
1: you got somebody. COVID, man. Give yourself give yourself a break. You got COVID running through your system, man. You can't just be pulling numbers left and right.
0: I, I mean, I'd like to think that I can.
1: Here remember. we go. 51-7 to seven over Colorado 51 State. To seven. There it 51 is. 51-7. Okay. The fans are always coming through, man.
0: I knew somebody would have that faster than I could look it up. So there you go. All right.
1: Whew. We're coming up on an hour, Mr. Ryler. We are coming up on an hour.
0: We got one final segment i feel good about it just a couple games to talk about not a big slate of ranked matchups and then of course our prediction for the michigan game yeah here we go (laughs) as always this is for entertainment purposes only please don't put your mortgage up on what chris and i say here or 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 do it, you know. I don't know.
1: Let it ride, man. Life's life's too short
0: to not gamble with your mortgage. For those of you watching Louisville, Florida State tonight, if you want to, if you want to play, come to your boy. I got you one. <laughs> I'll throw this one out there first before we get into these these uh, actual matchups for tomorrow that we normally pay attention to. Uh, Louisville and Florida State are playing tonight. Malik Cunningham, big time runner at quarterback for the Cardinals. The over-under is set at 73 and a half rushing yards for him. That's a big number. He's gone over that number 13 times in his career. At Florida? He has never done it against Florida State.
1: It's at Florida State?
0: It's on the road? Uh, Where is that game? That's a good question. Oh, that's a great question.
1: question. Well, A.J. Cooper saying Louisville just tied it up.
0: Yeah, the game was already going. I thought that's where, where are
1: they playing the game at? I don't have it. It's in at Louisville. Front of it's it's at Louisville. All right. Give me the over. They're off to a hot start at Louisville. Give me the so over. I put, Plus, I don't believe in Florida State, man. Florida State has been trash for a long time.
0: Well, so I put in a parlay. Malik Cunningham to score a touchdown and to be under 73 and a half yards rushing. He already scored a touchdown. So there, there you go. go. Um, All right, tomorrow's game, uh, two ranked matchups, and then we'll finish with Michigan's predictions against UConn. Number 12, BYU, who's off a big win over Baylor. Big
1: win over Baylor. Number
0: 12, BYU at number 25, Oregon, who obviously got boat raced by Georgia, but it's in Eugene. That's tough. Watson. Minus three and a half for the Ducks. The Ducks are three and a half point favorites. It's a three 30 game. It's not yeah. going to be nighttime, crazy rocking, but BYU after their big win, they are dogs in Austin.
1: Yeah. Give me the Ducks to cover for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, that that's a tough place to play. Oregon is is not as bad as what they showed last week. I think they're going to bounce back a little bit. And unfortunately it's going to be at the expense of BYU. So give me the
0: Ducks. To Mike's point here, I don't know if it was. I thought it was receivers. I think BYU is down a couple of key players. We'll put it. We'll put it. I heard
1: that before Baylor too, and it didn't make
0: a damn difference. I know. That's a tough one. I, I mean BYU is that kind of team that's like yeah. they're just sneaky better than you think.
1: Though I there is a huge part of me that wants to see Oregon continue to fail and, and Dante Moore to have a difficult decision to make.
0: There you go. That's that's not a bad way to look at it. So but Chris and I both on the ducks to cover three and a half. Yeah. All right, yes, and then sir. last but not least on the ranked excuse me, the ranked matchups. Number thirteen Miami at Number 24, Texas A&M. hoo Hoo-hoo. hoo <laughs> Texas A&M. How about that? Boy, Aggies, oh boy. Aggies are favored by six and a half at home over Miami. Nine o'clock, oh, night man. game the
1: 12th. Ah, well, okay. That changes it. Give me the Aggies. That place gets difficult that night. They got all those d- d- damn cowbells or whatever the hell they use yeah. out there. Uh, it's a raucous environment. I don't believe in Texas a and I sure as hell don't believe in Jimbo Fisher, but I think the environment's enough. What's the spread. What's the, uh, Six and a half. Six and a half. Still give me down. Texas A&M. Still give me Texas A&M. Uh.
0: That number bothers me really bad. Can Josh
1: Gaddis figure out the Aggies? Right.
0: Yeah, though playing at that place at nine o'clock at That's night. Tough, give man. me the Aggies. And they're going to
1: be pissed off. They're fresh off of a just a brutal loss.
0: Yeah, you're right. Dwayne Jones called you out. The cowbells is Mississippi State, not a. Well, what,
1: what do they do at Texas A and M? Isn't it the same shit? What do they do out there?
0: Lose to App State? I don't know. That's what they do. <laughs> besides,
1: but besides yeah. cowboy hats and bib overalls and line dancing or whatever the hell that was, they were doing on the field. Did you see that that game
0: against Appalachian another, State? There's another line I would like to say right now, and I can't because you can't <laughs> say it anymore. What does Texas A&M have? Steers and you know the rest. You know the rest. That's what Texas A&M does. Give me the Aggies though. Seven points at night. I'll I'll, I'll take that. All right. And last but certainly not least. UConn coming to the big house. Number four, Michigan. Just favored by 47 and a half. No big That's deal. All. Noon kickoff, sleepy day. Your boy's going to be on the couch. I might not even have pants on, dude. I don't know. Do I need to wear pants tomorrow? I have COVID, dude. No pants. I,
1: I can't even believe it's a question. I mean, I've, I've already counted on the fact that. I, I would be surprised if he got out of bed at all.
0: Hashtag no pants. Michigan, 47 and a half. God, that's a big number, dude. Where are you? Yeah. But give your prediction and then that will tell us whether they cover.
1: Well, I've got What is the spread? 47 and 47 a half.
0: 47 and a
1: half, dude. I've got yeah. Michigan covering. Give me Michigan 56, Connecticut 3. I do think They don't get the shutout. I think it's a last-minute field goal, one of those deals, but I do think Michigan covers, and it's another comfortable win. And then next week we're going to write about it, we're going to cover it, and nobody's going to give a shit about it because UConn ain't a nobody. So, I mean, that's where we're headed.
0: I apparently also have them covering because I have the final score, Michigan 59, UConn 10. 59 yeah. to 10. That's a 49-point spread. That covers the 47 and a half. So there you go, dude.
1: I'll take I a 3 and 0 start to the 2022 season. I don't give a I don't care who no. the opponents are. Give me 3 and 0. Certainly. Nobody's
0: going to be surprised by a 3 and O start, but
1: you think Notre Dame would take 3 and 0? You think Texas A&M would take 3 and 0 right now? You think, think Wisconsin would, would take 3 and 0 right now? Nebraska would take 3 and 0 right now? Nebraska. Pretty much every every team in the Big 10 West
0: Nebraska would probably take – I don't know. <laughs> Good Lord, how did that even happen out there? What's well, Scott Frost doing right now?
1: Coke? Being terrible somewhere? Like Just sucking bang- the oxygen out of whatever room he's in? Just banging the – Listen, uh, I don't know him personally, but if that guy has a personality, it sure as shit didn't come out during his time in the Big Ten. I, th- there was not
0: a more dry, uninteresting individual that I've come across. Let me ask you a question. Would Scott Frost have a personality if he were on Coke right now? No, it would just be more of the same, but worse
1: and more aggressive. Like, yeah, nah. There the thing is, there I don't think there is a substance in the world you can give him to make him pleasant to be around. And that—and you could
0: see that in the results of his football team. Next question. What would happen if you put... Scott Frost and Chris Swanson in a room together for an hour. Which
1: energy do you think would
0: well I'm would thinking be... that I'm thinking that Swanson might turn him into like orange juice pulp. Like before, like he no,
1: no, here's what would happen. Here's what would happen. You'd leave them in a room together, and then you'd walk in ten minutes later, and Swanson would be in the corner, like nibbling, and there would just be like shards of Scott Frost's uh uh, clothing and uniform left over. He'd just consume it. Oh, right here. Right here. Right here. He'd be like, you know what, Scott? He's like, you just, you don't bring the energy, so I'm going to use you for energy. And he would just, done.
0: done. <laughs> did, did, uh, did Swanson break into a four legged gallop last week? We never did talk about that. <laughs> but I was going to say no no we give him a hard time man but that guy oh, no, we love that dude i mean like him. i want i want that guy or a guy just like that handling many areas of my life yes.
1: yeah yeah phenomenal i mean he's a good dude he's got energy off the charts man he's perfect for the job he's doing i tell you what i sleep better at night knowing that swanson's out there <laughs> taking care of shit
0: there's like batman dude. <laughs> throw, up the, throw up the swanson signal it's just a giant smile of glowing white teeth Dude (laughs) Guy gets it in dude That's all he does That's all he does is get it in Yeah Um, Oh I know I now understand this question I'm slugging down a big tall glass Of JJ right
1: now. Tall glass of JJ baby Yes sir
0: I would dude If I could get a sponsorship by Pepsi or Mountain Dew I would die a happy man
1: you would well, you would die. We know that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I hope. I mean, I hope the COVID pop McDonald's chicken nuggets combo from earlier today doesn't doesn't take me out, dude. Do we need to educate C.J. Fraser real quick? We're about to run out of our. I don't I'll- even
1: know if we got yeah. enough time, man, to go in. C.J., that's a loaded question. We'll have to. We'll have to talk C.J., about that on.
0: Google Chris Swanson, Flint, Michigan, and have a day. That's that's what we'll say right now. There you go. I wish I had I wish I had that photo of him just on deck that I could just throw up real fast where he's just like, ah, like right in the camera. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Challenging Caden Colzar to do uh, push-ups while calling oh, him Blake Coram. Come on, Blake,
0: you can do it. Well, my name's Caden, sir. I don't give a shit. Do push-ups. <laughs> oh, it was great. That is great. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in tonight on a Friday night. We appreciate it very much, as always. And I'll thank see you tomorrow. Well that's right, Chris. Go check them out, 517 Berkeley. As of right now, I won't be there, but thank you for the well wishes, everybody. I actually feel pretty good. I'm a little bit – I'm pissed I took the test because then I was like, well, I can't knowingly go. But at the same time, had I not taken the test, then I would have just been running around out there with COVID. Like, that's not good either. But you got to be anyway. a responsible adult right now yeah but like we said dude you weren't feeling good and neither was my wife and so i was and neither one of you had COVID. so i'm I'm, i don't know it's really kind of i'm surprised at my own self that i took the test because i was like in my head like nah that's not what it is i got whatever you guys have anyway barring a small miracle i will not be in ann arbor tomorrow but i will be there in spirit the rv will be there chris will be there yes It'll be a good time. Go check it out. Beer, maybe some food, maybe whatever the hell else some
1: might be. Giveaways, yeah. Come on. Go
0: see it. Go check it out. I'll be sending. I'll be sending my uh, my regards from afar. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> we will be back uh, tomorrow. Oh, we did nine o'clock, Chris, like last week. Yeah, we're, let, we're yeah,
1: yeah, we'll yeah. go 9 a.m., 9 a.m. So for the pregame show tomorrow, 9 a.m., it's going to look similar to this because we're both not going to be in the yeah. RV, so it's going to look a little bit different. But, yeah, man, uh, 9 a.m., pregame show, and then I head to the stadium at 10. And then uh, even still, if you're still meandering about, come and stop by the RV, there will be some things
0: for you, at least some beer. All right, we've now go th- gone through the outro music. That's what twice. happens, man. <laughs> it's over 10 minutes long, and we can't get out of here. So. On that note, thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you tomorrow morning. Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, 9 a.m. before Michigan gets ready to take on UConn. See ya.